Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Friday Flicks is the best of the worst. Happy Friday everybody. Whoa, yeah. Happy Friday. It's uh it's a small group today, but we're actually recording this in person. Yeah. First time in a long time since we've All actually been together. It's it pretty cool. Dynamic this time. It's cool. I can see your guys' faces right here. There's no lag. There's no like, oh, you're muted. It's just yeah. here we are. We're holding <laughs> our mics. We're talking. We're recording. No, no digital obstacles. To the exactly. It's all very natural. Yeah. No. Flowing. No lag. Yeah. No lag. Comedy. Comedic timing is going to be on point. You know. I, I don't have to look at your face on a little box. I don't have headphones on my head. It's kind of my comfort zone, though. I feel a little weird without headphones on, but I think I'll survive. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of true. Used to having the headphones. Uh, well, uh, before we get into our movie of the day, this is a friendly reminder to. Uh, Follow us on social media uh, at Friday Flicks Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And go ahead and send us an email at jkentertainment247 at gmail.com to let us know how we're doing. What do you like? What do you not like? What do you want us to watch and review next? Yeah, you could also tell us how you're doing. You can tell us about your day, your week, or your year. Maybe it's been a hard one, you know, 2023. It ain't no 2022, I'll tell you that. Okay, that being said, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We are recording this on Thanksgiving week. so uh, And we have the best movie to talk about this week, all things considered. You know, as you maybe you're listening to this as you're getting ready to cook your Thanksgiving dinner. You got your turkey in the oven. You just, you can't wait to eat that lovely, delicious bird. So this week we are reviewing the terrible, terrible movie, Birdemic. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. Yeah, ready. I love how Ke- how excited Kelly got at the idea of killing birds. <laughs> birds. Kelly really... Kelly got dislikes got birds. I think we covered that in the last episode. I, it's worth mentioning again. We'll talk about it as we go on. I don't hate birds. I love all animals, but I, you know... Birds are not cute and cuddly to me. This movie was particularly terrifying and, and triggering. For oh, me. yeah. These birds were absolutely <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> the realistic. I just, yeah, I think I'm going to have nightmares tonight. I will say, though, before we press on, like, thank you so much for listening to this because who would want to listen to a podcast about this fucking movie? <laughs> you know, we're a small group. <laughs> I think a group. lot of people actually. There's scheduling shit going on. It's Thanksgiving time. Everyone's busy, you know, fall madness. But, but we <laughs> had to get this episode out. I don't think anybody made a priority to even watch this movie because everyone's like, oh, I don't want to watch that fucking... This is the one I think I want to skip. <laughs> yeah. If I could have skipped it, I might have. You know, if I was just one of the more tangential members of this podcast, I might have been like, huh, catch you on the next one. But uh, we're out here doing the work. Yes. We're, we're seeing hey, this so you don't have to. And so are you. You're here You guys, listening. we're the main three. I think we've been on every single episode, right? Like, yeah, we are. The, oh, actually, yeah. there was one. There, there was go. one episode that where it was just me and Jimmy when we wa- reviewed Falcon, Falcon and, and Winter, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah. We were Which, like, we, we just got to talk about this. Yeah. No one else is that ready. That was a good episode, actually. If you guys uh, have <laughs> since watched Falcon and Winter Soldier, we do have an episode on that if you want to go back and see what we thought. But um, let's move on with today's uh, movie. Uh, let's see who's here. It should be obvious at this point if you're one of our uh, regular listeners. But if you're new, welcome. Uh, with us today, as always, is the wonderful Jimmy Anthony. And he's going to be playing the character Rod. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. What nice lingeries those are. You are so cool. And I am a good guy and birds are coming. Ah. <laughs> well done. Yeah. 
trying to get the affect, you know? Yeah. He said something like the beginning part, not mm-hmm. verbatim. Yeah. But man, what a terrible actor. He's like a, uh, I mean, yeah, like an anti-actor, like the opposite of acting, like kills the lines, make the makes the lines worse than they already were. And they're pretty bad. Yeah. I wonder if he's still acting. Anyways, uh, Daniel McCarley is also here and he's going to be Dr. Jones. These, these birds are contaminated. Go go away. They're all uh, they're all dead from the bird flu virus. You know, I'm um, with the global warming happening and the, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a scientist so I know that. Oh, you want to talk? Uh, okay. But let's I talk. don't think the uh, I don't think the the birds are not really the problem, you know, it's the human species. That's that's the human species. Well done, Daniel. That was yeah. pretty much exactly what he says. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just words. There's no like acting really to go with it. It's just words. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it is like he's he's definitely prepared his monologue. He's like, this is my one scene. That guy only had to be there like one day. These other poor actors had to be there for like every weekend for like a year, apparently. But we'll get into that. Uh, and I'm your host, Kelly Anthony. I'll be playing Natalie. Natalie with a T-H, by the way. Natalie. Natalie. (laughs) It was nice talking to you. I should really get going. I'm I'm going to get to my friends and my mom. So it was nice talking to you. Yeah. I mean, you know, very generic, (laughs) but that's how she is. Yeah. Very generic. She's got a pretty like squeaky like, (laughs) (laughs) and the whole thing is that she's a model, right? Yeah, but and then she, but she's like taking photos at the one hour photo, and then right after that, which everyone knows is like the most bullshit like photography studio ever. I mean, it's fine for like you and your baby or whatever, but someone trying to model and getting photos there, and immediately after that, she's getting the Victoria's Secret cover offer, which is just ridiculous. I'm sorry, am I jumping too far ahead? Yeah, you right, are jumping right, ahead right, a little well, bit. Whatever. But it's okay. She's doing some kind <laughs> of photo on. shoot at like a, a strip mall, like family photo yearbook photo place and then she just gets a call that she's the new victoria's secret cover model do they say cover or just victoria's secret they say cover cover. really yes (laughs) wow it's as absurd as it could possibly be they're like let's put her in the shittiest possible place to get pictures taken and then pretend that she got the like most coveted modeling you know for that kind of model anyway for like you know all right, well, before we we get more into the movie, here's a quick synopsis of this uh, quote-unquote movie for those of you who haven't seen Birdemic. It follows the story of a small town romance between Rod and Natalie. And everything's going great for them. Their lives are awesome. She gets the Victoria's Secret model gig. Rod sells a share for a million dollars. And then one morning, birds just attack out of nowhere. And they meet up with some people. They try to survive. And spoiler alert. A lot of people die, but Rod and Natalie don't. They 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 make it to the end of the movie, and that's pretty much all you need to know about this movie. And that's it. That's the story. Podcast over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nothing else it. happens really. Yeah, it's not about the story at all. The story is like 
I mean, that's like a lot of these movies, I guess, these bad movies. It's like the story is always kind of shitty, and that's part of what makes them so bad. But this movie is not about the story, but how poorly it's told. Just like the uh, the quality of the acting, directing, like every single thing. And the audio in particular is so god-awful. It's... Um, it's it's like the story doesn't need to exist because that's not what anyone watches it for. If you've seen those videos where like on YouTube where they go between different locations and the sound paradigm is totally different. Yeah. There's like outside with wind in one scene and then it suddenly cuts to like an interior and then you're just like crickets in the next scene. Yeah. And there's like jarring cuts between them. Yeah, that's... Yeah, or That's even whole movie. yeah, even like if you're outside in that location, there'll be like one shot where you can hear the ambient noise, especially on the beach, like waves crashing, wind blowing, super loud, and then we'll cut to like the reaction of somebody else, but the audio is like totally different. Maybe it was like later in the day, or maybe it was just like the camera wasn't picking up the wind; the wind had died down. Or well, I think it's that he was just using raw audio raw audio and so not every shot was in the same place with the same amount of wind so it's yeah just it's bad the levels don't match if anyone's ever tried to make made a make a movie when you were like a kid with like your household camcorder like this is what happens (laughs) the audio is a mess and each shot sounds different right i mean there's scene like scenes at the beach in a conversation, they obviously did different takes yes. at times when the wind was different, and and so the sound is different between the cut. Yeah, right. And, and it happens it really early on kind of too. Stuff. Not even at the beach, but when the, he first goes into that diner, like it's all kind of that cheesy stock music. We watch him driving for way too long. The cheesy stock music doesn't even do justice. <laughs> I mean, if I heard this music today, I would be like, "Oh, this was made by AI on one of those." Uh, YouTube AI playlists, but this was made in 2000, the, in the late 2000s. 2010 is when this yeah. came out. This movie was made on a budget of $10,000. It was completely self-produced by the director, James Wynn, and um, he still had his full-time job as a, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically, whatever Rod's job is in the movie is what James Wynn's real oh, like life job is. Like a software engineer guy. And he like works in Silicon Valley like trying to make uh, like a ton of money. This movie is like so, mo- so almost like semi-biographical. Like this guy wishes he would make it rich, make it big. He cares a lot about the environment. He wishes he could meet a hot girl. Um, it's, yeah... It's pretty interesting. He really wishes he could have the American dream. And then he was able to sell this movie for, I don't know how much money, to some distribution company, um, which is why people even know about it. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's Sundance? Is he like went... Sundance? No, he went to Sundance to try to get someone to show oh, that's it. that's what it was. And then he finally convinced some bar or restaurant to like show it on a projector screen. Yeah, there's a, a documentary about um, this whole movie that Vice put out. And in that, there's footage of him driving around in this van, decorated. With like dead birds. Like, yeah, dead birds and like a shitty ass sign posted to the side of the van. 
and he's just trying to get attention because like yeah if you saw that thing you'd be like what the fuck is this weird van with like dead birds and yeah it looked like a protester and he had like speakers playing like bird oh yeah sounds oh yeah we all (laughs) need to do the bird sound ready go Listeners, I'm sorry. I'm not participating in this. Yeah, well, that was you know, all, Jimmy. I wasn't, I wasn't quite prepared for that. I like that you were, though, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, well, it's one of the worst parts of the movie, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I know. Like, it never ends. Literally <laughs> so grating. It makes you want to just turn it off, throw away your TV, or break it. But um, yeah, anyway, he's playing at that out of the speakers of his van. He's going around Sundance. And like, so, uh, you know, we were kind of talking about this with Plan 9 and Ed Wood's gumption that it took to make that happen. And that was like in a different era. And then, yeah, so however uh, Mr. Wen made this happen, you know, the way that he hustled and drove around that van and like, you know, I, I still have questions like, was this intended to be a cult classic? Did he always know no. it would be like a goof? Not after watching that documentary. I think this guy really thought he was making a blockbuster, like amazing Hollywood movie. Yeah, well, that, and that's what he wants to make. Yeah, but he, you know, it worked somehow. I mean, unfortunately, now it's a joke, right? So if he did take it seriously, it's like kind of sad, I guess, the way it's being received by all of us, by everyone, by anyone who has like eyeballs and a brain. But, um, yeah, honestly, uh, you got to give a little bit of credit for him hustling out with that yeah. band at Sundance. And like, well, even the fact that know. he even got the movie made, like he wrote it, produced it, he edited it, obviously, because the editing's terrible. But he did it all himself, you know, and he got some notoriety. You know, it's bad notoriety, but he got it. And he, there's two sequels that were made that are apparently even worse than this one. Both of the sequels. You guys aren't excited about the sequels? Yeah, no, I'm never. I'm not wasting my time with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, just to jump to that, this movie was just like such a colossal waste of time. I mean, it's a really actually interesting way. We were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. It's a really interesting way to appreciate what goes into movie making and even like quote unquote bad movies like think of like a marvel movie you don't like like a superhero movie like some generic movie where you're like oh that's a dumb movie like a teen movie or a a stupid rom-com that you're like oh that's a dumb movie i would never watch that i don't like it all of those movies like succeed on like the technical level that this movie does not in every possible professional quality controlled products right in a way that this is not you so you just really it makes you realize how much we take for granted i guess is what i was gonna say or what i mean to say yeah yeah i mean like take the wicker man for example like that's a bad movie that we didn't like but like you know it has decent shots the editing's there the sound is good like the acting, you know, is better than this acting. <laughs> like, you know, I mean. Yeah, I swear this is. Like I mean, this is you know. It's like it steals. But this is indie film. On, I mean, even it's like a void that even sucks Troll in acting. Nine had you appreciate the the level of the acting in those movies. Yeah, yeah, it's true. These are two people that were like straight out of high school too, like the leads that I he mean, just like uh, never taken a single age, acting yeah. class given no direction he just like he like offered them the job on the spot like and he didn't even really he was like oh they're good enough he didn't even like really have other people audition yeah 
I mean, that girl who's supposed to be a model does look like a model. I mean, she yeah. has like the model features, super symmetrical, perfect teeth, and like the the platinum blonde hair and super fit and all that. So like, I can see why he hired her for that reason alone. She's supposed to be a model, so like, he yeah. kind of luckily found a girl who was willing to do it who actually looked like a model. Um, yeah, but all the guys in this movie are like not attractive, and no. they're trying to act like players and shit. And it's <laughs> like, okay. And the other girl's not attractive either. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, dude, the editing, you know, the editing is bad. The sound editing specifically is what's really bad. Like, I give him some credit for, like, the cross dissolves, which are easy to do in iMovie and stuff. But, like, <laughs> yeah, if you can, there was, like, in Final Cut there was <laughs> way more, like, bad cuts in Plan 9. But, you know, that was made in the 50s when editing was harder to I mean, do. They were doing it literally I know. cutting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the I would say the biggest scene is uh that stands out is when they're on the beach and she's like reading a line and like messes it up and then he just cuts it to another shot of her just starting the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay, why? <laughs> I know and like how does that go through? How does that make it into the final cut without some self-awareness? Like I don't know. I I don't know why I just keep suspecting that on some level he was like it's fine because it's just going to be a cult okay, classic. Well, like, talk about it now, about the terrible CGI birds. That are like that's, so the, that's the famous part of this movie. If yeah. you've heard of this. How did they even... And I was just like, what? Who did this? But he did. He did everything for this movie. He did the CGI birds on his computer. And he is like a software yeah. engineer. I think he oh. maybe made the software that yeah. was used for maybe. the birds. Something like that. Or he was... Which is anyway. like somewhat impressive, I guess. But like, there's a reason why VFX artists, you know, spent hours upon hours in studios editing these crazy CGI movies. Like, yeah. I mean, we've talked shit on a lot of CGI, whether it was Mortal Kombat or like, well, and I mean, having trouble remembering. And screens and stuff too. And that's a right. different... Another level. This is yeah, just like took the the footage on the computer and then like tried to animate these birds onto yeah. it. Yeah, and the whole idea that he even tried to pull off is so like ill conceived. Like, oh, just wave your coat hangers around, and yeah, and then we'll just add the birds in later. That's how that's how movies are made. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they are added in later, but there's choreographed and there's yeah, storyboarding yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's a vision of the shot they're making without the birds before they add the birds, as opposed to like, yeah, just wave your coat hangers around we'll and I'll add, add the, the birds, birds in after. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It's yeah. It's so bad. The other crazy thing too about this movie is that. With with a couple exceptions of like very much in the distance, like birds on the beach when they're on the beach, there are no shots of real birds. Like it's not hard to go outside <laughs> and and videotape some birds flying around to no, cut in. No gulls on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there... why are they eagles? It the they should just be seagulls. They're all this and, movie um, is shot on the beach where seagulls the are. Bay. There's a ton of seagulls and the vultures too. There's a few vultures. Yeah, oh, yes. why? And parrots. 
They're just oh, the eyeing parrots. over parrots. Like that shot of them like on their date looking at a tree with parrots is like, That's the, you could have yeah. found a real tree with real birds w- for them to look That's at. That's when the, like, the terrible CGI birds make their uh, debut in the yeah. movie or when they yeah. first, you first see them and you're like, and there's this And how many minutes? That's like already 30 minutes into the movie. The I music. Want. If you can get the clip of the music and add it in right here. She's like, oh, oh my it's God. supposed to be like such a big deal. Like, look at these glorious birds and they look so Paradise. shitty. It's like hilarious. <laughs> Honestly. Kelly brought up a good point though that that's like at least forty five minutes into the movie. The yeah. entire first hour, I think, of this the, movie, the the bird is attacks, these wooden actors yeah. going on three dates. The birds don't show up for an hour. And I'm like, oh my god, this movie is supposed to have bird attacks. The bird attacks start. <laughs> the bird attack. The bird attacks. The bird attacks start <laughs> literally halfway through the movie, and yeah. it's like. Way calm scenes it's like good morning look at this beautiful shot of the beach and of this little town and then just like out of nowhere it's just like yeah. <laughs> and, and listener if, if you haven't seen this movie it can't be overstated how out of nowhere it really is <laughs> like it's, it's a hard cut okay well actually prior to that there's like a bunch of way too many in fact long shots of this peaceful little beach town just oh just a calm morning nothing going on literally stagnant shots of like maybe like a car driving by but anyway all of a sudden hard cut to chaos just diving birds with airplane sounds like dive yeah like dive bomb airplane yeah like kamikaze just out of nowhere just boom here we go the pandemic like, has begun. The, yeah, the, all of a sudden, with like yeah, the sound effect of like Snoopy as the Red Baron. <laughs> sound effect of, like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's yeah. like exactly. they dive bomb into a town. They a dive town bomb fire. into like gas stations and stuff, and like start. Well, blowing we find things that out up. later. That that's wh- well, no, like right at that first shot, they do show some gas oh, they stations. Show- oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. But if a real bird dive bombed into a building, they would just break their head and die. Uh, yeah. Nothing would blow up. birds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they don't make airplane sounds and they don't make explosions, even if they fly into a gas- gasoline pump. Yes. Even then. Even then. Although, yeah, uh, uh, an attack of birds, you know, if all the birds tried to kill us all, that would be scary. And obviously Hitchcock knew that and did that well. And so this movie is sort of an homage he, to the birds. Well, it's obviously inspired by the birds. Yeah. Well, he's like Northern loves California. Hitchcock. Like yeah. he was totally inspired by all of the Hitchcock classics. So he wants to be the next And that's Hitchcock. why it has the structure it has. I mean, that's the way the birds plays. That's typical structure for a, a blockbuster disaster movie to have we spend the first hour in normalcy and then yeah so the chaos crazy stuff comes in in the second half yeah so there's stakes so we care about the people there's a way that has to be written you have to like have you have to like build it into the story like the escalating dread right there's the early shot of the news footage uh of of he's just like eating his breakfast direct you know looking directly into the tv screen (laughs) as uh as this broadcast about the polar bears um, are losing their homes on the ice caps, um, and see what you what and they're and they're 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 limited in their food sources, such as seals. Yeah, 
the, That's like literally the line she <laughs> yeah. says. Such as seals. Such as seals. Such as seals. <laughs> I am using my newscaster voice because this is how they talk. Yeah. She, she she actually might be my favorite actress in the movie. I, I have to say. <laughs> That's anyway, a fun deep cut. But like, She's great. you know, the shot is him just directly watching Terrible this grit. and and the screen. And we, you know, in a typical movie, you'd have that on in the background. Well, another conversation was happening in the foreground. Sure. But yeah. You know, or yeah, just like there should yeah. be something else happening with like the scenes of him getting in and yeah, out or of it's his like car. on the radio on the drive over to somewhere else or something like that, you know, yeah, like that fitting in the exposition in that way. But this is, yeah, it's like trying to follow that trope, but just, yeah, executing it so poorly and so like on the nose and heavy handed and just like something's going on related to birds and the climate. Although, does she mention birds? I think it's maybe just climate at that point. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, she's not talking about birds. I don't. There's a second scene of him eating breakfast, though, watching the TV. And I think in that scene, she might mention that. I, yeah, she says, like, a bunch of seagulls were found dead, like, somewhere. Uh, right. I think. So, that yeah, that's also confusing. The birds are dying from this... Bird flu virus. Bird flu blue, virus. Bird flu virus. Which is definitely redundant, right? Uh, flu is the, a virus. The bird flu, like, bird influenza virus... That's not actually I mean, wrong or okay. redundant, but it's it's you wouldn't say that. Yeah, that's it. Sounds so like awkward. Yeah, that dialogue. Anyway, yeah. So they're the birds are like dying from the flu virus, but they're also killing everyone because of global warming. Spoilers. Sorry, I jumped ahead to the end. It doesn't really make sense. It makes no sense. The birds are dying, and so the birds that haven't died yet are mad at humans because all of their friend birds are dying because okay. of global warming. So they're like, let's kill all the humans so we stop global warming so that more of us don't die. Yeah. I Maybe guess. that's why it's eagles and vultures because they're the only ones it's, who could resist. This, yeah. They're the smartest birds. Yeah. Or just like, they're the strongest birds for sure. Strongest, they yeah. could fuck you up mm-hmm. like they do in this movie. Yeah. But then the doves save the day at the end. The doves save the day? Well, there's like good birds. Yeah, they come and they like fly and they like shoo away. Again, spoiler. Sorry, jump into the That end. happens? Yeah, they're like in the van <laughs> and they're like bang, bang, bang. And they run out of bullets, which by the way, there's so much good gun shooting in this. <laughs> okay, so I was going to say the, fir- the first time I watched this, I was uh, struggling. There was one thing that I actually laughed at and thought was funny. And it was the guns. Yeah. yeah. When, the, when the automatic gunfire comes out. They come the out of nowhere. They have these giant machine guns. So okay, so and you have to. They, do, there's no way to do justice to you. Have to just see the way the actors are holding these guns out of the car and shooting <laughs> yeah. them. There's no way to. Do, you have to just see that. There's. It's okay. not quite as funny as Homeboy in Plan Nine, just like scratching his face with a gun. But it is up there with some silly gun stuff in a movie for sure. Yeah, but there's there's a there's a satire in there of how guns are used in movies and right, and it's just like not like. Yeah, exactly. It's like you've seen, you've obviously never been around a real gun, but you've seen five movies, and so this is what, this is how they're done, and it, and the actors well, are they, not up to it. And they happen to yeah. be, so they go on this date, and they like check into ho- and tune to a hotel for some reason to have sex. The next morning, the birds attack, and they, he he just is like, I can't find my keys, so they can't drive away, which is stupid. Then he happens to run it. They happen to run into this other couple in the hotel who's like, yeah, we have a van and they happen to have guns like and like, yeah, machine well, guns he was situation. A veteran, though, right. Well, yeah, we find out later that he he 
fought in Iraq. He's tired of all the fucking killing. And I'm yeah, like, I know. Just give peace a chance. <laughs> just give peace a chance. <laughs> oh my talk, god! Yeah, the, that's also there is like the all the, that's like the B theme of the movie is like the anti-war right thing. The imagined peace. I'm sorry. Thing. Yeah, we're jumping all over the place, but it's hard with this movie. It's just like such an onslaught of shitty things. Like it's hard to linearly go through them. Because it's just like your mind is just bombarded with shittiness. But yeah, like at one of those like hookup scenes, terrible. This guy is like, uh, the, not the main guy, but his best friend is getting with this other girl. And like just posted to the wall is this sign that says Imagine Peace, which I guess is the real Yoko Ono organization. Yeah, apparently that's that's Yoko Ono's real website, or at least it was. And yeah, it even like, has the web address. And the music during those scenes is like clearly a knockoff yes. of Imagine. Like it's they like could a have stock been music knockoff of Imagine. Like very very similar chord progressions. No one singing, but like same like rhythm and the powder. Uh, in the piano part, da 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 da. Like it's just yeah. really funny. Like why it, it just so happens to be, and I don't know if this is intentional. But it just so happens to be a white guy with sort of long John Lennon-like hair, not as long as he had at the time from the Imagine Bed piece, whatever thing. But anyway, with this Asian girl, and I'm just like, was that part of this? That there's this white guy with this Asian girl? Is this like, I what you know? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't but know. It's either. just like I, 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 James Wynn really likes um, John Lennon, though. Clearly, yeah. It's referenced later. He's very in the inspired by, yeah. Oh my God. Well, there's some other ridiculous things like they run into that couple and they like find people killed in their cars on the side of the road with other cars just driving by like nothing seems to be a problem for the other cars on the road. But they find these two kids that are just with them for the rest of the movie that they're like trying to save. And uh, they like get some food from like a local market and then they just decide to go to out in the open to the beach to have a picnic like yeah where birds would be yeah <laughs> ready to kill you that's where they run into yeah, dr no Jones. shelter you know it, you'd think you'd want to be inside if birds were killing everyone it honestly seems really easy to avoid the birds if you just go like underground inside like well no like you know the the motel windows can obviously hold off the eagle you're fine inside the hotel room <laughs> well so. i the birds kind of start breaking their windows so they push the mattress up against the window but all they right. don't cover the window up all the way like the birds could still get in but yeah like just stay inside yeah but or or you could go out to the beach in the wide open and have a picnic and attract all the seagulls. That's like another option. Of yeah, but I do. guess the seagulls aren't the ones doing any of the killing, though. It's just the eagles. Yeah, that's true. Where are like you said? Where are the seagulls? Where are the seagulls? All them. the seagulls died. Most of the time, the bird noise is a seagull. Very nice. reminiscent of a seagull. But they're eagles. Right in between a seagull and an eagle. What do eagles sound like? A seagull eagle. A sea, yeah. Is that why they're called seagulls? You can't really combine it without saying seagull. Yeah, gulls. Eagle. I mean, I don't know how to combine it without just saying research than I feel like doing right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, so here, an eagle sounds like this, and a seagull sounds like this. A seagull sounds like this. I have nothing in mind. I should have figured it out ahead of time. An eagle sounds like this. 
that's pretty good. That was it. That was good. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Thank you for reminding me. I guess so. Maybe those are eagle sounds, actually. Then in the movie. Yeah, they're supposed to be eagle. But they, they were not giving me eagle vibes, though. They were giving me seagull vibes. They were just giving me uh, obnoxious video game villain <laughs> vibes. Yes, uh, it, yes, you pointed that out. You're, you mentioned it. I mean, it. the repetitive sound. Yes. The repetitive motion of these CGI birds. I mean, it's like a primitive video game. Yeah. You know, when people talk about how bad the CGI, you're absolutely right about the sound. Like like in a fighting game when you keep doing the same move and you keep hearing like, hop-tia, 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 hop-tia. <laughs> like it's, it's exactly same. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's just that eagle sound literally repeated. But there's like multiple birds in the scene. So they're like hitting it multiple, like they're layering on top of one another because it's like, well, there's like 14 birds here. So let me just hit this button 14 times. And it's literally the same sound effect over and over stacked on top of itself. But like we talked about how bad the CGI is. And when I heard it was bad CGI, I mean, I pictured again, like Mortal Kombat level, like poorly animated birds that were actually like doing something, you know, like flying through making like some sort of pattern like flight pattern that is but no they they're literally just flapping their wings stagnant in place on the screen yeah which or, birds don't do yeah or some and, you know like facing with their belly towards yeah you. they're like yeah you, Perfect, it's like a perfectly hovering in midair yeah, yeah. and just like a, a group of six of them and like two rows three on top of three just like superimposed on top of the actors flailing their height um coat hangers around and it's yeah it's it's anyway i kind of jump backwards to the cgi but like the sound the cgi the birds are just like so terrible it's beyond funny to like truly upsetting like i i was groaning the first time i watched this i couldn't help but just oh just hand on my head go into this movie completely cold like, yeah. What did, yeah. Like knowing very, very little about it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I just heard it was really bad and that the CGI birds were really bad. But Same. but within the first few shots, I was like, oh, wow, this looks like a student film. And then when he goes in the restaurant and she's like, hi. And it's like so loud. You're just like, whoa, what is yeah. this? Oh, my yeah. God. I was like, wow, this is I'm in for a treat here. Um, guys, I think it's time that we talk about the dance dancing in the bar scene. What was uh, Damien Carter, right? Damien Carter, <laughs> real artist. <laughs> hanging, hanging out with my family. family. Having ourselves a good time. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's it. It's actually a pretty catchy song. A couple song. are the only ones in the bar. It's a long time. Don't you owe me some money? Uh, I think somebody's calling. I gotta go. <laughs> But then after the song's over and they're talking, then there are some people in the bar after. It's like it's it's like he I pretty it's like James Wynn just didn't realize that you needed other people dancing for it to make sense. He's like, no, other people will detract from them dancing in or the they shot like or something. Or they had to film it at like 2 a.m. when like, like they couldn't get anyone else, or I don't know why. There's like no one else in the shot, just them two at this like private performance. So weird. Yeah, because there's just like one camera shot going back and forth. I mean, well, you normally have to like switch between establishing shots and close-ups to get that and like he doesn't do that because he only has one camera yeah I guess. and that's the kind of stuff that yeah no that's a good point 
but like there's almost no excuse you know one camera or not you know near the very end like there's a shot that's totally not from like it's like totally different incongruous compared to that long sequence of watching him sing that song but it's like supposed to be the same scene and you see them kind of like for a moment instead of like they're silly kind of having fun dancing they're kind of like slow dancing like right before it cuts over to the next scene and you can kind of see somebody else like their back the back of their head so it's almost as though they did give it a try with other people or at least one other person and then like it looked had, way too fake. Had other takes or something. Like, I don't know. Some, something weird was going on. Or maybe they were like, sweet, nobody's in this bar. It's empty. We can film our scenes. And like right at the end, some people actually walked into the bar or restaurant. And then they were like, all right, wrap it up. We got to go. Yeah. <laughs> or, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Do you guys gonna want to drive up to Half Moon Bay and visit all these locations? Oh, I would love to do that. Oh, my God. That. that would be funny. I bet this people do that, This movie doesn't deserve that. But no. honestly, that sounds like a really nice weekend. <laughs> right. <laughs> We'd get to have some like silly, fun destinations and also just enjoy a beautiful little beach town. I would love that trip. If we happen to be going up to that area, you know what's ironic is Byron couldn't do this episode, but he actually was just in that area. Like, Oh, t- <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but that's why he couldn't do this episode because he was traveling over there. How funny. Um, but yeah, man, he missed out. Oh my God, Byron would have hated this movie so much. Like, I don't think everyone. I honestly don't think Byron would have finished watching this movie. I'm glad I didn't have to submit my mother to this movie. You know that I. This is and you submitted her. You 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 made her watch a lot of stuff. (laughs) Yes, so including some of the Pixar stuff that's not so good. I'm like, oh mom, I'm sorry you had to like watch all this and talk about it, but she enjoys it all. I know, I know she loves it. But yeah, this one in particular is just like literally painful to watch. Like I said, the groaning was just so genuine. Like just like watching it feeling like i'm you know i don't want to be melodramatic but kind of being i mean i was like i knew it like zoom seminars for work that are like easier to watch (laughs) better produced and based it wasn't until the very end that i was like okay we get it like like when they're on the beach trying to like catch a fish and like to feed the kids and like they're just she's just picking up seaweed like people don't pick up seaweed to eat and just boil it I mean, maybe people do if maybe you're starving. Apocalypse? Is that what we're supposed yeah, to get out I of guess. that? I guess. That yeah. There was no other food options and at I all. And I wonder, you know, so the, on the second watch we did just before recording this, which we kind of skipped through, but I was like noticing moments where I'm like, is he trying to do a metaphor here? Or is he trying to... I think he's trying to do metaphors for sure. So throughout. like at the end, it's like, okay, maybe... You know, because like things kind of resolve all of a fucking sudden. Because the doves save the day. Because yeah. the doves are good. So, yeah. So, so they don't okay. Like so, but this is like what happens right before that is they start like foraging and like being more natural with the way they live, like gathering seaweed and fishing mm. for food, and like you know, the, like sort of the opposite of the kind of like you know mechanized society that like causes global warming. You know. Yeah, I but know. I feel like. If that was really what he was going for, then the eagles should have like seen them and then just flown away and been like, oh, they're not, we don't need to kill them. But the eagles still yeah. attack them. Yeah. But okay, I swear to God, I do not remember there being doves. Like, I that, I think I was just so over it it's by that. Some time. kind of bird. I can only assume they're doves. You don't see them up close, but they're different, definitely different. And they come the, to and they scare like away the in eagles. A perfect, like, circle, quote unquote, flying. It's the same. Guys, if you haven't seen it, I just can't. <laughs> Stress enough. It's one 
animated bird, quote unquote animated, it's barely moving, just repeated over and over. So there's like eight of the same animations just in different formations on the screen. I just... I do remember that, but I, I wasn't... I did not notice that they were like helping scare the eagles away i thought that they were also attacking <laughs> and no, then i no, the, and then i, I thought that all the birds just stopped attacking suggesting no that reason. it's not clear kelly <laughs> it, yes it's up to interpretation <laughs> is it yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this movie makes you think yeah. it does there's a lot of ambiguities and the metaphors and a lot of right <laughs> oh man well, there's so many shots that are unnecessarily long, especially with him driving his car. Like for a movie that has this environmental message about cars, like Ford there's Mustang a lot. gets a lot of screen time. <laughs> yes, his hybrid f- Ford You're Mustang like, that doesn't exist. Hybrid. It gets a hundred miles per gallon. And it's a, just like what are you? Did talking? they make plug-in real. hybrid Mustangs at that time? No, I, don't I don't think, think they, they did. No, but James Wynn wishes they would. Yeah, I think yeah, it was like a weird like that would be cool, right? Yeah. Well, there's also the thing about how he's like going to get be able to buy the Ferrari because of the because of the money. Oh, we didn't talk about oh yes the cent- maybe centerpiece scene in the movie, which is this, oh yeah the corporate boardroom acquisition scene that's got the most laughs for sure. Yeah. Okay. So the there's is- a scene where he. Well, before that, he sells a share for a million dollars, so he's all excited that he made it big, and then the company sells, they sell the company for a billion dollars. Which is just like no one sells a company for one billion dollars. It's like there's some other numbers in there. Like make it believable. We sold our company for one point two billion. You know, like yeah. it would be something like that. But anyways, and he's like, we did it, and they all clap for like thirty seconds straight. Nothing else is happening. And the the the, the uh, board member guy, whoever's in charge, is like, you, 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 yeah, you. doing the little kind of finger <laughs> like, pointing, you, like, you, 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 you yeah. Ca- yeah, thank you, and you, and you, and you. <laughs> but it's just so like forced and cheesy, and like. And then oh, I'm like, man. they're clapping for so long, and then finally he like makes everyone stop clapping. He's like, all right, all right, all right, great job, everyone. And then he says something else, and then they start clapping again. Then it just yeah. happens again. So yeah, after time. like the lull, which just for him to say some stupid comment that is so forgetful, who knows what he even said. This, Yeah, the clapping resumes, and they show one shot of like, because, you know, it's a boardroom table with a lot of people around it. You see like two of the, you know, however many, eight or so people clapping. Then it cuts to... Another two people clapping and like each smiling and congratulating (laughs) each other and just literally not saying anything, just going, oh, yeah, like smiling and clapping and clapping. And it just keeps cutting to different groups of the people around the table. clapping. There's like these two lines of people high fiving each other, like at the end of a soccer game. (laughs) And this goes on and on. And yeah, this in spite of itself might be the best scene in the movie. Yeah. Cuz it's probably an accurate depiction of of Silicon Valley. Yeah, it does in the, have in the late 2000s. Like almost like Yeah, we those, bought like, this new startup for a billion dollars. Yeah. Like those surrealist anti-corporate movies almost like Sorry to Bother You or something, you know, which and I it didn't actually finish. I need to finish that movie. But you know, yeah, where it's just like surreal and like making fun of corporate culture and like it totally could have been belonged in that a movie like that, I should say, this scene, like just how absurd it is, how ridiculous it is. And then, like you said, like the way they're just like, we just made a billion dollars. And they're just clapping endlessly. Like it's ridiculous. Man. Yeah. But right. that, that it, yet, it feels funny. like having to sit through the meeting because there's like no production values. It's just like, 
you have to just watch all these people high five each other. Well, I had a thought on this time when we had it on earlier was like, I wonder if he if that's really where he works and he like allowed they allowed him to like shoot in the boardroom and he just got all the his friends from the company to like sit in and be in that scene. Like, I wonder if those are there's no way he afforded to pay all those actors as extras. That's why there's like barely any actors in this movie. Like extras aren't really a thing. I I I wonder. Yeah, I mean they couldn't afford. Yeah, they were on a very small budget. So, but uh, you know, I yeah. Anyway, this is probably the most people we ever see on screen is in this scene. Yes, for sure. Yes, for sure. Yeah, those were just yeah. That was yeah. his day job and his coworkers, and we just yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like on IMDb trying to count how many people are actually credited in this movie, including Tippy Hedren, who's. Who on gets the a credit video on the TV in the hotel. She's briefly seen on the ho- TV, on a TV in the hotel in in the background of the sex scene. <laughs> There's right. 18 people credited in this movie. We got Rod, Natalie. You mean not Tippi everyone Hedren. at the Pumpkin Festival isn't credited? Susan? <laughs> yeah. Who's Susan? Oh, maybe that's the girl on the phone who calls her telling her she got Victoria's Secret. Okay, maybe. Or the um, mom? Is no, the, I don't think that. No, Nat's mom, mom is a different, is a different credit. Okay. Uh, Tony Ramsey. These are the characters' names. Becky. She's the girl who dies taking a shit. Nat's mom. Dr. Jones. Nightclub singer. Damien Carter. <laughs> Tree hugger. Rick. Mai is the other, her friend. Cowboy is the guy who tries to steal their gas. Someone named Dylan and Christine. Tourist. And then the TV anchor. That's who we got in this. Those are all the characters. (laughs) Man. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to recommend this one. Like, you got to watch it. It's so funny. It's bad because... Or so bad it's funny. It's not. Like, watch Troll 2 for that. Troll 2 is so It's much more watchable than this. It's way funnier and fun to watch Troll 2. This movie is just bad. Like... I mean, we we were chuckling... But also groaning. I mean, no, but it's not worth like, it. I'm going to write about this movie. I have to put the word movie in quotes. Yeah. It's like at that. Again, like I said, I think what I mentioned earlier is like one of the only redeeming values I can think of is that it really does help me appreciate all those other sh- quote unquote bad movies that we take for granted. At least like the professionalism that, w- yeah. that goes into them that is just non-existent here. Right. For those of us trying to watch a lot of films and learn about them like you need to watch these two to understand to this these basic things that you take yeah seriously yeah yeah oh you know what especially audio i was trying to think about audio often i was trying to think about who these other random names are on these on the imdb credit list and it's the three people they tried to save from the bus probably oh Oh, that's right (laughs) i mean they do have some actual parts no, I don't want to go. And he like pulls them out of the bus, and then they and all then just they die. die. They were right to say no. I don't. want I know go. they were yeah, safe on the we're bus. Safer on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh man. I mean, Natalie honestly is like the smartest character in this movie. She's the one who's like, no, like don't go out there. Then <laughs> she's you know, she's the one who's like, okay, I'll collect some seaweed. Or I mean, I guess Rod does catch a fish. Good for him. <laughs> With with the sh- with the fishing rod and stove, he happens to so conveniently hey, find in the back but, of the car, rod, along with the guns they had. I was going to say, Rod caught the big fish. Yeah. He, he made that sale. 
<laughs> yeah, that's oh my right. God. He catches a fish at the beginning. Wow. And he catches a fish at the oh, end. Wow. Bet you didn't catch that. Oh, it's all connected. Writing. It's wow. all connected. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Becky, though. Dies taking a shit. Actually, that is completely Natalie's fault. Well, <laughs> Natalie like runs back like she's dead. They got to her before I had a chance. I'm like, no, bitch. She that bird. You could have tried to shoot the bird. Like, you were in open space. You could be looking around. Like, you would see some birds coming. I mean, I guess eagles Someone's can fly really die, fast. Someone's got to die, Kelly. It's a disaster movie. They all die. The bird is supposed to be a jump scare as it comes into the screen too. You weren't. You weren't scared? <laughs> no, because they edit. There's an edit cut, and then it happens. It's not happening like while we're just watching her about to take a shit. That would have been funnier. Yeah. Her pants aren't even down, though. So she was about to shit her pants. <laughs> I would say it would be a different rating. but I, I think don't the think bird this, saved her from shitting her own pants, actually. <laughs> you think that? That's the bird's like girl. <laughs> no, stop! <laughs> Your pants are on. I mean, the bird that that kills the cowboy too. Yeah, that, that, to that's my. Scare. That's like I think these these are the only two like actual bird kills we see. Well, no, like we mentioned the people, the people on, on the bus. bus. Yeah. That's well, and then the guy vague. who steals their gas. Oh wait, we didn't mention when they try to save the people on the bus and they're shooting all the birds. They shoot, I guess, a bird. Most of the birds die just very, very cheaply. You hear a bang, and then you see the. You know, the the basically motionless bird just fall down on the screen, and that implies that it died. Yeah, it looks like... It doesn't even look like... I was going to say a video game. It It's more like a midway game when you shoot a target and it falls down. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, my God. Yeah. So, but anyway, at one point after they're doing that and all these birds are dying in that terribly horrible looking way... One of them just bursts. You, I mean, apparently. Yeah, why didn't we any of the other we birds We just see all that. of the shooters, all of our, uh, you know, our protagonists and the people he's trying to save just get like covered, covered in, in like bird in, like, goo. green yeah. liquid, green viscous liquid. It's not even red, like blood. Am I right? I'm a little bit colored. No, it's, it's not. yellow. It's, it's like, like yellow. Like, like it's guts. like yeah, bird yeah. guts. It's not blood, but it would be both. Like, yeah, why was it not bloody? So dumb. So. And then he like dumb. takes. He takes a solid like five seconds at least to show each dead person's face like on the ground Way with the bir- with the bird sounds in the background. Yeah, it's just just like, like we get it, they died. Look at they're laying on the ground with fake makeup on them, like yep. you know injury makeup, and yep. you just you have to just look at it. There's nothing. There's no no interest. No no music to make it like. I mean, there might be some music, but it's terrible music. Anyway, man, just that is the real grading thing. The terrible terrible birds. I'll save it for my final thoughts i guess but like oh, whatever i'm sorry i get i get triggered i get heated this movie well just... there's a couple other fun scenes i want to talk about before we end i mean i've mentioned the guy stealing their gas they pull over to help him and he's like got any gas and they're like sorry we just bought some for a hundred dollars a gallon and then he pulls out a gun give me your gas right now and he like he gives him <laughs> the gas even say give me your gas right now he says Sell me some gas right now. <laughs> like I thought he, he still says, wants... "Give me." No, no, because I remember thinking it was funny. Like he's in at gunpoint. He's insisting that they do a financial transaction. But then he does. Basically. He doesn't like get out his wallet. He just takes it, and then he's yeah. backing away from their car in the opposite direction of his car, and then an eagle just comes down and slices his throat. Yeah, and then she and then Natalie's like, "We got to get out of here." But then Rod doesn't pick up the guy's gun or the gas; he just leaves it on the ground. Right, he leaves the the gun and the gas 
in the foreground of the shot for a long, long time, time. <sighs> the audience gets to think about how they left behind the gun and the gas. Yeah. Well, I think no it's reason. so because later on they he does finally run out of bullets and they do finally run out of gas. I can't. Is that that's yeah. why they pull yeah. over by the beach at the end? Near and the then, end. Yeah. Yes. They do. That's why. Wait, are the kids but. with them in the car when they get pulled over? They would be with the kids, right? Yes, they're yeah. with There's, the kids this whole time. Like the kids, they, I don't remember. The they kids find being the in kids. Yeah, they're in the car. They're in the back seat of the car. Okay. Like the kids, yeah. if you're not, if they, if you don't actually yeah. see the kids on the, screen, sorry. you just assume the kids are in the back seat of the car. Well, yeah, and they're definitely there because right after that, they end up on the beach, and that's where she's like, "Eat the seaweed." Yeah. And like, no, I want Happy Meal. <laughs> like, oh yeah, the girl yeah. who's like, "I no, want a Happy." Meal. No, well, the boy says it first. I don't want to eat that. I want a Happy Meal. Yeah. Then she's like, yeah, I want a Happy Meal. And it's it's, it's so funny that it's like the best acting that that I girl believe her. I believe that girl was out on that beach for six hours and yeah. was really hungry and, <laughs> and tapping she, into that yeah. as she said. <laughs> yeah, she can tap in. There's a certain acting school. I wish Byron was here, but there's a certain acting school where you tap into like your prior experiences and you let them come out. And I'm like, I know this girl has begged for a ca- Happy Meal yeah. like that before oh, yeah. in the past. Like she was drawing up upon some real life experience there, I think. Well, when they first save the kids and Natalie's like fixing their wounds, she the way she says thank you is like so aggressive. She's just like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and there's one of those scenes with her in the forest where like she delivers a line like super loud, like overly yeah. beyond talking into like yeah, shouting. Yeah, it's really loud. It's just like a dumb line. I don't even remember what it was. Like some like, you know, tiny sentence but like it it made me think clearly the director was like again but louder like no no yeah. louder yeah you know and she just like basically yelled the line and not a nine line that needed to be yelled i don't even that's remember. when yeah they meet the tree hugger which was the other thing i want to talk about they like go oh, yeah. into the forest to get water from a creek and there's just a guy out there and he's like who is that? Come out or I'll shoot. And he's like, don't shoot. And he's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I live here. And then he points to like a tree house that's like CGI, right? <laughs> Isn't it like a CGI tree house in a tree? I mean, it's I, like a no a Photoshop. It is looks, maybe more it looks a little bit better than CGI. I, there's some kind of. Well, it's not a real tree house is the point, right? Yeah, it's like a picture of, of maybe a, a, a real tree, tree house, house but like in the just, shot. Yeah. Just, and then this guy also gets a monologue and this is the guy who like happens to know that the birds are only attacking in cities and gas stations and they're not attacking people who live in the 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 forest family is that what he said (laughs) yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. they're my family and yeah yeah this guy is fairly believable as a uh as a hippie though not the wig not the wig the wig is so bad the most fakest long hair wig i think i've ever seen in a movie oh i think i hear a mountain lion i gotta go that's how he leaves. That's how we leave him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear a sound effect. There is a mountain lion. Sound like effect. it could maybe be a, like if you do the hearing equivalent of squinting, it kind of sounds like a mountain lion. But no, it's like this weird, like ah, like weird fucking stupid sound. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I gotta go. The sound effects away. are all bad. The sound's probably the worst part of this whole movie, honestly. Even more than the terrible acting and long shots that are super boring and go yeah, on for so long. There is no sound mixing. It's just raw audio for the Yeah, he didn't yeah. do any well, sound no, mixing. There is some I weird think. ADR. Like randomly, they'll be in the car and the kids are like saying something and they're clearly overdubbed. And they're like, I need to stop. I need to go to the bathroom or I'm hungry or something like that. And they stop. And like you can t- 
clearly tell it's being overdone. Really? I, so I'm like, wait, if they why, have the capacity to do, do this. That. Yeah, they should have done that for a lot of other shots. Yeah. It would have, especially the very first shot of the movie when they're in the restaurant with that waitress. That should have been ADR. Yeah. Even if it didn't line or up with the their beach. lips. Yeah, on the beach for it's sure. Like super loud so wind. bad wind. Oh my God. I don't know if that's coming through in the recording. That's how it sounds. <laughs> the, the waves on the beach. Yeah. That's uh, so bad. Anyways, um, is there anything else we need to talk about? No, I mean those are all the things except for the ending. How the ending is like, oh god, like five it, minutes longer re- than it needs re- to be. Like two shots: the shot where they walk down these stairs to the beach slowly, and if you know what the stairs down to the beaches in Central California are like, yeah, it's exactly like that with all the seaweed. Yeah, and then there's the shots where they're looking out at the ocean and the birds for the longest time. Just to remind you, in case you forgot what the first half of this movie was like with these <laughs> shots that go on and on. I swear, yeah, there's like in here, like we were talking about, are there messages in this movie and like obviously global warming, but like what else might there be or where are the metaphors? And I feel like the, there's this unintentional message that this movie sends to me, which is like essentially like movies are a waste of your time <laughs> like because yeah. this movie just fucking wastes like, your time I like that's just incompetent to me till the end the, the, the end though like it feels like punishment yeah. it feels like it's yeah. attacking it you with, with how long it is <laughs> it I, it's and it's like okay the birds fly away they get out of the car they're like looking around I get the shot of them walking back down to the beach to watch the birds fly away and like she is like she says something like is it over or whatever I don't know and you're like, yeah, is it over? Let's hope so. But anyways, then they show the birds flying away over the ocean. And I'm like, okay, it's over. Roll credits. But they show the birds flying over the ocean for like two minutes before the credits even start. It's ridiculous. With like terrible repetitive music. Oh my oh God. My it's God. So bad. It's yeah. so bad. The ending shot is so bad. It lasts for so long. This is like the most technical discussion about shots and audio that I, I think we've had on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, it really... <laughs> to my point. Yeah, exactly. It, it really... points it out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, because, you know, you just like don't even think about it half the time. Mm-hmm. You know, especially audio. But yeah, anyway, I feel like I've said that four times, but yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I don't really know what else there is to say. We've mentioned all the funny scenes, the CGI birds. We talked about the hangers. I mean that scene when they the birds are first attacking and they walk out of the hotel room with hangers. That's like their only weapon option. It's just the shot of those poor actors. He's like, yeah, just hit the air, just hit the air. We'll CGI. The- I just feel bad for those actors. Yeah. They look so dumb. And some of the clips we saw in the documentary, the Vice documentary about this, you know, they have screenings of this movie. It's one of those kind of cult classics. Maybe not to the level yeah. of like The Room, Troll Two, but. Anyway, uh, people like bring like coat hangers, I guess, like kind of yeah, and they to get the director to sign and stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's time for final thoughts and letter grades. I'm 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 running out of things to say here. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, why don't you go first this time? Um. Let's see. Well, I don't want to get through this entire season without giving it F. <laughs> I'm giving it an F. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say. This this movie is an F respectfully to everyone who's who spent time on it i have nothing else to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know that i uh, you gesture to me so it's my turn uh i would say yeah i i was like thinking d minus for some reason like i don't know why i would wanted to avoid the f but 
Yeah, give it an F. Let's just let's give it an F. I I've never given an F. I probably won't ever. I hardly ever feel F about movies. Like or most are. I try to find something that I like in it. Even like terrible, schlocky, stupid like pop music that I dislike. Like it's like, well, it's well produced or well, it's whatever. But this movie is so terrible on every level. And so, you know, I guess the D minus thing would only be what I was mentioning earlier, that it is sort of fascinating how it makes me realize or reminds me of like the professionalism that goes into even the worst of movies. Like we were considering doing Spice World for this podcast, but we didn't end up doing it. Or well, we, we might. Do? Oh, yes. we might. We might. It's still on the list. Okay. You know, that movie is terrible. Everyone knows that. But like it still d- delivers in terms of the, you know, professional level of audio and editing and whatnot. And, you know, at least it caters to kids and kids like it. But this movie is just absolutely terrible. So anyway... There's that little tinge of like, well, it gives me some appreciation for other movies that maybe gives it a score boost. But just because of how excruciating it was to watch, like I just, you know, as revenge against this movie for what it did to me, I have to give it an F. Like it was really hard to watch, very excruciating. And uh, yeah, uh, Birdemic, you know, guys, if you watched it before this podcast, thank you. You know, I think you're going to get more out of this. Mm. But if you didn't, I don't know if I don't know if you need to watch it, unless you're like a little bit masochistic, you know. If you kind of want to like go through that painful experience, go ahead. But it's pretty brutal. Yeah, this is an F. Yeah, no, this is an F uh, for sure. That I, if if this if someone was just like, let's watch Birdemic. It's so bad. It's funny. Just like, and I wasn't watching it for a podcast, and I was at someone's house, and they put it on. Within 15 minutes, I would have said, turn this shit off. I'm not watching this. I'm, I watch anything else, literally. Um, but I, God, I kept watching. I, I mean, I'm glad I've seen it for sure. So I like know what it's all about. And that's how I feel about all these bad movies. But yeah. God, it's like the it the is production terrible. is terrible. It's it's a terribly written. All the things we've talked about. Bad acting. Um horrible cgi he doesn't know what he's doing obviously i mean i'm glad we watched that vice video on this if you guys go on youtube and search birdemic vice documentary it's like 20 minutes and again just like we talked about with like plan nine and learning about edwood like it did help me go like okay i i understand now why this movie was so bad it was made by a guy who like you know has dollar bill signs in his eyes and you know is very i don't i don't know what the word what the word like a very dreamer's view of what it means to make a movie in Hollywood. So I, and I kind of, I honestly just pity the guy. Like I feel really bad for him. He, he does. He, even with people in this documentary trying to help him realize like what it means to make a movie and to actually help him find a dream of like being an actual director. Like he just, and he wouldn't accept their help. Like he, he's just not, he doesn't get it, whatever. So I feel bad for him, but I also think he's an idiot. Um, <laughs> and yeah, this is one of the the only movies so far of the, the ones we've watched that I wanted to turn it off. I was groaning along with Jimmy. The best part of this movie is that we get that rad song by Damien Carter. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I wish that Damian scene Carter was... Damien Carter innocent. He is not the yeah. problem with the movie. Damien <laughs> Carter, we, I need to learn more about that guy. Like, is I, I wonder, was he just like already like booked to like be the artist in the bar that day and then james Wynn is like oh will you be in our movie like we can use your song oh i didn't think about that you could be right i don't know i haven't looked into it but i hope so 
because like I bet I bet I don't know how many how many listens does that song have on Spotify is it a fair amount for an indie artist because if it is good for him good I choice mean, Damien I mean, Carter he, being he, in this he probably movie won. Yeah, yeah, he's the, the winner. The, the publicity he got from this movie. It does sound fun as a recording artist. I think it does sound fun to go to a screening of this movie and like sing that song along and then with leave the crowd. after. Yeah. Well, no, because that happens before no, the during that scene. That's like at the beginning of the. Yeah, the we can skip party. all the other stuff because it's not that long after that that the birds attack. So yeah, you know it's hard. To, I don't know. I'm almost want to revise to D minus. There, there is something fascinating about this movie. I mean, there's a reason it made the list. There is something about this right. movie, how terrible, 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 terrible it is. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I never want to watch it again. Well, I don't know, though. Maybe maybe it would be fun to watch again. Someday. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If, you, uh, if you're having sleep problems. <laughs> well, I was thinking more just like you've had quite a few drinks. Of, yeah, like, a lot and of it's drinks. like on in the background at like a party and other there's other things going on that could yeah. occupy your time and then like someone yeah. at the party be like the birds are here and then you can laugh about it. Right, right. And then like for like 5 minutes and then go back to what other things you're doing at the party. Like you wouldn't yeah, really you're watch a it. board game exactly. and it's on over there. Yeah. You know, sure. All right, so wait, I put you down for F. You're saying D minus? No, I just, I want to, you know, because I want to just stick it to this movie because it made me mad. It made me mad, and I'm still mad it, at it. It did. You got attacked yeah, by I, this movie. I, I did. did. Yeah. What, was it Shock and ho- Terror? That's its subtitle? That it. Yeah, it's true. When we when we searched it to put it on, I was like, I didn't even realize this movie had a, a subtitle. Like, <laughs> Well, it's got sequels with different subtitles. <sighs> maybe one maybe... called Sea Eagle? <laughs> Yes, I think so. Find screening. Yeah, it came out like last year, apparently, the third one. But apparently both sequels are worse than this one is what I was reading. So Is it still like as like homemade or are they like I don't know. I don't care. (laughs) I'm like not even interested about looking it up. All right, everyone. I think that about does it for Birdemic. Uh, worst one yet. Straight F's. Um, don't recommend you watch it. (laughs) Or honestly, like the beginning shots are so boring and stupid. Like, f- just fast forward to when Damien Carter shows up and start there and just watch the last, like, 45 minutes of the movie. And that's really all you got to see is that's when like, all wait, the birds but I show. need the context for who these no, characters you really are. No, do you really don't. No, you, do no you don't. We already told you the context. Boy meets girl. Girl meets boy. They end up liking each other. Perfect. Everything's perfect. She gets Victoria's Secret. He gets a million dollars. And then birds attack. There you go. <laughs> That's pretty much the story. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, everyone. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your bird day with the family. Mm-hmm. And um, it's tis the season. Christmas is coming up. So our next film is going to be Santa Claus Conquers the Martians is our next bad movie from also the 50s or 60s. Ooh, okay. But um, yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I wanted to do a I wanted to do a Christmas one, and uh, I'm interested in this one. This is the one that Kevin Bacon is watching in the Guardians. Uh, last year. I'm just 
just kidding. I'm just oh. kidding, Kelly. Oh, my God. That's a great movie compared to all of these. Anyways. All right. So our next one is Santa Claus Conquers the Martians to celebrate Christmas. And then after that, we are going to end with Spice World. It's still Oh, we're, we're still doing F- it. All right. Finish, finish it off with a fun one with a little bit of nostalgia. So I haven't seen that movie. I, re- yeah. I remember that being funny. I do remember laughing at that, although I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it since I was like eight, years. so I don't even know. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what happens in that movie. <laughs> just make nostalgia the theme of that month. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening, and we will see you all next time. Friday Flicks Podcast is a JK Entertainment production with original theme music by Jimmy Anthony. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Friday Flicks Podcast for updates about future episodes. And please email us at jkentertainment247 at gmail.com to contact us and let us know what you think. I'm your host, Kelly Anthony. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Testing, testing, one, two, three. My name is Kelly. Testing, testing, four, five, six. My name's Jimmy. Suck my dick. (laughs) You know. Man, I got no flow, and I can't join this, (laughs) but this is Daniel.